Welcome back to VAM Podcast. Thanks for listening after our hiatus. We're back and better than ever. This episode is a little bit of a throwback. Earlier this year, we sat down with President Thrasher and Dr. Amy Heck and talked about how to start a new semester. We had a great conversation about being a student, how FSU has changed since they were students, and what FSU looks like in the future. Stay tuned to hear all about it. Yes. Okay. Hello. Welcome to our third episode with VAM Podcast. We are so excited today. We have some very, very, very special guests. Um, I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves and we're going to jump right into it. So in any order you guys want to go. Dr. Amy Hecht, Vice President for Student Affairs. I'm John Thrasher, President of Florida State University. Okay, so we have some very important people here today, and I'm very excited to delve into this conversation with you guys. I think um, all too often we are in spaces and we don't get a chance to get to know people a little more deeper, and this is our chance to do that, get to know you guys. So um, first of all, how did you guys even get here? How did you guys come to the positions that you guys are in today? Well, uh, you know, presidents are really selected by search committees, generally speaking, at major universities, so you you know, you have to have, first of all, a vacancy. Somebody had Baron, uh, my predecessor, uh, left uh, Florida State University in 2014 and went to be the president of Penn State University. He's doing very well there. Uh, so search was started and applicants, you know, apply. And I had some people ask me to apply. And uh, during the course of 2014, I was in the Florida Senate at the time. And um I'd had I'd been uh, chairman of the board of trustees at Florida State uh, uh, early two thousands for uh, about four years. So and have two degrees from Florida State. So I have a background in Florida State. Really care about it. And I agreed to do it. I agreed to apply. And it was a, somewhat of a, a you know a interesting process to <laughs> say the least. But at the end of the day, uh, in two thousand end of two thousand fourteen. Uh, I was actually selected by the uh, search committee and the board of trustees, and then ultimately approved by the board of governors in November of uh, 2014. I became president in, in November of that year. So it was a that's a that's a very short summary of <laughs> right, very uh, very. Here, but there were some there were some issues along the way. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, we're excited that you're here. Mm-hmm. Well, I graduated from Florida State and really found my career in student affairs um, because of my involvement here. Um, left. I wanted to spend one year, I thought, in the Northeast and went to the University of Pennsylvania and just had opportunities there, earned my doctorate um, at Penn as well and worked at several schools, mm-hmm. wanted to be closer to home and so went to Auburn University and spent four years there and then wanted to either be back in the Northeast or home in Florida. So I accepted a vice presidency at the College of New Jersey and was there for three years when Dr. Mary Coburn retired. Um, and I had seen the job posting and was nominated, um, was really happy in my position, but throughout my career, I always thought I would come home to Florida and never thought I would be the vice president at my alma mater. And so went for it. And I'm so glad I did. It's been a really amazing journey. I have a great leader that I get to work for. So, um, yeah, so I came back. (laughs) Um, I think throughout all this, the leadership that you guys both present have been uh, spectacular um, thus far. So thank you so much for the work that you do. Um, But with that being said, what does a day-to-day life look like for you? So when you come into the office, what happens? What do you do first? Or do you even come into the office first? What does that look like? Well, I, I, you know, I come to the office when I'm in town, obviously, first. Uh, 
you know, every day is different. I mean, you know, you, you line up meetings and things like this to do. Uh, there are faculty people to, to talk to. There's, of course, our own staff. My doors, well, it's not open right now. <laughs> because we're taping this, uh, doing this discussion in my office. Doors always open. And I'm blessed to have all of my vice presidents and senior staff in this building. And by doing that, they're, they're free to come in anytime they want to. And because there, there's, you never know what's going to happen from day to day. But, you know, I have a schedule of events usually every day uh, that I try to adhere to. Uh, every part of the year is a little different. You know, in the fall, things are a little different. Uh, spring, mm-hmm. as we get ready to go into the next week, start the legislative session, I'll probably be spending more time down in, in, at the Capitol. Uh, so every day is different. And uh, you, 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 we found out, I know Amy would, would agree with this, uh, since she's been here, that uh, there are always unexpected things that come up, uh, whether they're hurricanes or, or uh, you know, different events that happen on campus. Uh, the, the social life of, uh, of our students when you have 42,000, it's amazing. Uh, people ask me, you know, having been in politics a lot, you know, how is this different from politics? I said, well, it's like being president, it's like being mayor of a small town. You know, there's 42,000 students, about 5,000 or so employees and faculty. But the difference is the the uh, constituencies are eighteen and nineteen years old. Right. And a lot of things can happen in that regard, and so it's a great job. I love every day of it. Every day I love, enjoy getting up and coming to work, and uh, it's been a it's been a great five years here. That's for you, Doctor Heck. Well, every day is different. Um, often I'll set meetings either with my staff or with students, my colleagues, really trying to move policies, things that are going to benefit students. Um, I try to keep tabs on what's going on across the country, across the world, because it impacts our students. It'll, it could be something that they care about or an issue that we're seeing on campus. So I try to stay on top of that and kind of help understand where our students are going to be, how we can support them better. Um, but this job isn't just kind of nine to five, just like the president. We're kind of there all the time, checking in. Um, Things can happen at all hours of the night with our students. So often when I wake up, I'll quickly look to see if I didn't get a call, was there a text? Is there any emails? Um, The police blotter, kind of understand what I'm going to walk into for the day. Um, And sometimes that will be phone calls or trips to the hospital. Um, So every day is very different. Um, but I love it. I love working with students. I get lots of energy um, from that. I love the team that we've put in place in student affairs. It's really exciting time. We're doing some exciting things with our new student union and all of the wellness initiatives. So it's it's really exciting. But every day is different from a construction meeting to a meeting about residence halls Um to policies that we're trying to create for students. Mm -hmm. You guys definitely have a powerhouse in the Division (laughs) of Student Affairs, that's for sure. Um, With that being said, you guys do a lot of things that are outside of your job description. And with that being said, you have a lot of goals and accomplishments that you've um, produced thus far. So um, what is something that you think that you are the most proud of uh, within your time at serving at Florida State University? Well, not me necessarily has done this, but our entire team, uh, by moving Florida State in the national rankings, I think. I got here, we were 43, and today we're the 18th best public university in America, one of the two universities and public universities in the state of Florida Mm -hmm. that are in the top 20, along with our friends in Gainesville. That, to me, is is, not just a number, but it's an accomplishment on behalf of uh, benefits all of our students that are here, past students that, that, 
opportunities obviously go up in value. I think it benefits the state of Florida by having uh, two great universities that have accomplished a lot and where uh, young people know they can come to mm-hmm. and find, uh, find the kind of, of uh, education they want in order to pursue their hopes and dreams. So those, that, 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 that really, to me, is a major accomplishment for Florida State. It's put us on the map nationally. All of our team has been a part of that because, mm-hmm. as, as Amy said, the, at the core of everything we've done is student success. Mm-hmm. How can we promote our students to give them a better chance uh, when they get out of Florida mm-hmm. State to accomplish their, their goals and dreams? So that, that, to me, is probably the, it's what I started out when I, as I said we were going to try to get in the top 25. We did a little bit better than that, mm-hmm. so I'm real proud of that. Well, I think the biggest accomplishment that I'm most proud of is how we've handled our fraternity and sorority life community. Um, we're not where we want to be yet, but I feel as though President Thrasher and I have really, I hope, showed that we're committed to this community. We're committed to student leadership and empowering students to make a difference and leave their mark positively. And so I think we've done what we said we were going to do and really listening and creating a path forward where Greek life can be successful at FSU. Um, And I think a lot of students are getting on board to where we need to be. And we'll keep pushing forward. But I think it's a model for everything we do. How do we empower students to make the change in the student experience and make it better? Mm -hmm. I know this is not a dialogue. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. But I want to just compliment Amy and her team for what they've accomplished. I mean, we have had some challenges and some issues, no question about it. But her leadership and her team, have done a tremendous job in getting the right focus on where the values of Florida State really mm-hmm. ought to be mm-hmm. and communicating those values to the, to the students in, the, in Greek life and, and other organizations. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't happen without great leaders. I, I completely really, agree. Really, really, really appreciate all she's done for oh. Florida State and our students. Yeah, I can definitely say from a student perspective, it's um, very rewarding seeing how responsive faculty and staff um, is, are at this university, mm-hmm. just knowing that there is always constant support and knowing that the university is um, proactive yes. and rather than retroactive <laughs> and knowing that there's always a door open. So mm-hmm. uh, that's something as a student, I've always found grounding in and knowing that that is a part of the reason why we were ranked among the yeah. top 20 for sure. Um, and I think <laughs> with that being said, um, life at Florida State has changed drastically <laughs> since you guys have been students here. So, so let's let's rewind a little yeah. bit. Let's go back in time, take a time capsule. And what did that look like for you guys when you guys were attending Florida State? What was life like? Did you walk down Landis Green and see people laying down on the grass? You know, <laughs> or was it a little different? Um, well, you got to go. You have a big time. <laughs> That's a long way to go. Uh, but I started Florida State in 1961. I was 17 years old, and uh, I was not a very accomplished student when I got here from high school. Um, I think I tell the story a lot in my speeches that uh, back then to get into Florida State, uh, basically the criteria was: did you have a pulse? Uh, <laughs> so if you did, you could probably get in. Uh, but it was, you know, obviously the times are different. I mean, uh, you know, the 60s were, were you know, uh, were somewhat uh, tumultuous, uh, the mid-60s mm-hmm. particularly. Um, but my time here was was kind of like a, in a lot of other ways, like everybody else. You know, we, I, was in a, I was in a fraternity, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I enjoyed that. 
I played intramural sports. Um, I uh, was involved in my fraternity as an officer. Um, I had, uh, you know, uh, I didn't have a lot of money, didn't have a lot of resources, but I worked. I was a server at a sorority house, a couple of sorority houses where you got your meals, you know, and I did that. I worked there in the summers. Graduated uh, in the four and a half years. I know our four-year graduation rates will be all the way to the class. Four and a half years. I actually got married my senior year uh, to my wife, uh, my current wife, mm. in five years, uh, and and went on uh, to get a, my first job. And, and um, so, I mean, I don't think it was a lot different than, than, than what kids are going through today. I mean, uh, majors have changed, focuses have changed. Uh, you know, I was a business major. Uh, Thought I'd be a, a business person. Got my first job at an insurance company, and about eight months later, got drafted into the military during the Vietnam time frame. So, uh, you know that. But the, what Forest State gave to me was some opportunities as a young guy for leadership. I didn't probably realize it at the time, mm-hmm. but it was it was it's like everything else. You get out of it what you put into it mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. I mean, you can mm-hmm. you can just be a student. You can be a student and get involved in the community. To me, that's that's important because mm-hmm. I think that the world today, uh, they look at people who are employers, they're going to look for people who have, have done some other things in life and a little bit more broad-based. That's why our international programs, our internships, all those types of things, I think, help our students uh, mm-hmm. grow while they're here. And that's that's what we're about. So a lot of not di- lot, lot of some differences, but not a lot of differences. Obviously, a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. We had 8,000 kids when, we were here when I was here uh, when I first started. Today we've got 42,000. Yeah, it's grown tremendously. So I started here in 1997 when I was 17 as well. Um, lived in Jenny Murphy, and it looks the same. Um, smells the same, too, when I go in there, I'm reminded. Um, it was an all-women's dorm when I was there. Um, you know, and this part of campus, the historic part, it, it really looks like I remembered it. It really does. But I've gone in the new parts near the Union and um, the Globe, and I don't even recognize. There used to be streets where they're now they're closed off. Um, so that's been incredible. There's some faculty that I remember that are still here, but lots of new faces. Um, I was Greek <coughs> while I was here. I was president of my sorority. I was involved in Dance Marathon, Lady Spirit Hunters, SGA. Um, so a lot of it's been the same. I, you know, we ran under parties, and back then you were allowed to use the seminal name. And I know the parties now. Now, um, but that's really how I got involved, and, and some significant leaders that that are incredible around today. But I grew up in South Florida and I remember in middle school, you chose what Florida school you were going to, you know, represent. And I chose Florida State and always viewed it as a place that valued student leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really did. I mean, I think students here are really empowered um, through SGA. We got to allocate quite a few dollars. Um, I was able to work at the PBS station. I thought I wanted to be a news journalist when I got here and um, got burnt out fairly quickly. And (laughs) thought my advisors have a pretty cool job. They get to hang out with students and create these programs and um, kind of fell into this work. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, that's a little bit of my path. But so a lot has changed. A lot has stayed the same. We had a perfect football season when mm-hmm. I was here in 1999 <laughs> and went on to the national football championship. And mm-hmm. I look back at some of the 
post years after all of that. And, and we took it for granted. All mm-hmm. these students, we would leave the football games because we knew we were going to win. And I think, oh, I should have enjoyed all of those victories so much more than, than leaving. And so, um, yeah, yeah. got to enjoy your time because you cannot go back and, and yeah. replicate it as an alum. That's what they say. I, <laughs> I know for sure our football will get back there. So um, have faith in that. I would also like to um, just point out a lot of times when I talk about people who've come from Florida State and now are now here, um, the drastic expansion of diversity and inclusion at mm-hmm. Florida State University, um, especially um, with the care department. I'm mm-hmm. a care student, so I always, always, always rep care. So um, I definitely say that's something that's always growing mm-hmm. and has grown yes. um, tremendously. Really and you, ha- you both have been a big supporter of the care department. Mm-hmm. So. Thank you so much for that. Um, but as we know, life is not perfect. And when we come through these obstacles, um, what are the what are some things, quotes that you guys live by that has helped you build character and shape you as a person you are today? Obviously, we have plans and sometimes things don't go as planned as you guys talked mm-hmm. about before. So what have been some motivating quotes that have been pivotal to your experience? Well, I, I always uh, kind of rely on... Uh, an Old Testament verse that I, that I think is applicable to uh, my life and everyday life, and maybe not for everybody, but it's, uh, uh, you know, uh, love mercy, uh, do justice, and walk humbly with your God. I try to, try to remember that on a, on a daily basis and try to, try to apply it to the things I do. Uh, mercy and justice are, are both, I think, uh, important things in our life. And, Understanding how to, you know, that there's people are are, are going to make mistakes. Um, that we need to be appropriate when we deal with folks in, the, in this realm of, of students. That you know, we know we're going to make some mistakes from mm-hmm. time to time, and uh, and also have a have a spirit that you rely on. Uh, that uh, that is that is that you, you personally have some feeling about, and makes a difference in your life. Mm-hmm. And so those three those three principles are, are really important to me. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I don't know if I'm going to come up with a perfect <laughs> quote like that to summarize. You know, so much I think is thinking through as I think of my journey and other people's journey that I really respect are you're going to get knocked down and you've got to get back up. I think as I've moved along in my own leadership journey, um, I think about, and I'm not going to remember the quote exactly, but (laughs) it starts with, it's not the critic that counts. And I really respect leaders that step out and do something to make a positive difference. And you're going to have critics. People are going to criticize what you do. Um, but if they're not there mm-hmm. fighting with you, their, their opinions don't, don't count. They don't know all that went into um, your decisions and they all might not be the right decisions, but at least you're trying. Um, and so I think that would kind of sum up, you know, what inspires me to, to keep going and when you're criticized or when you make a mistake to mm-hmm. just get up and keep going. Um, I think if I had to add mine, mm-hmm. mine would be too much is given, much is required. Um, and Absolutely. being able to use all that life has given me to connect and yeah. build and all that stuff. So um, <clears throat> that's definitely something I live by. Um, in regards to if you were to see your, your younger self in front of you today, uh-huh. what would you tell your younger self? Wow. Uh, <laughs> that's been a long time since I've been a younger self. <laughs> 
I just celebrated my 76th birthday, so it's been, been a while. You know, I think you, you, life is is, uh, is is building blocks. It's uh, incremental. Every day, everything you learn builds on a foundation for the next step of your life. And, you know, I tell a lot of young people this, Florida State University, but for my education here, uh, I would not be where I am today. I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you if I didn't have the Florida State University education. So it was the first real building block in my life. Uh, you know, I went into the military. I had some incredible opportunities there. Came back, went to law school at Florida State. Had an incredible opportunity there. Uh, have have had some, you know, just really great opportunities that Florida State had, had led me to this job that I probably didn't know about. You know, I mean, I don't. I, mean, I had no idea 20 or 30 years ago or 40 years ago that I'd ever be president of Florida State University. So life is incremental. Take advantage of every opportunity you have. Mm-hmm. Do the same kind of hard work, same kind of focus. And that those incremental steps, I think, get you to where you want to be in life, mm-hmm. right? wherever that is, you know, whether it's public service or other things in life. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think you have to pay attention to every step along the way. Yeah. I think mine is very similar. I don't know if I would go back and change anything. I think it would be to tell my younger self to have the confidence that if I really want something and I work hard and I focus, I will achieve it. And the times in my life that I have done that, that is when I've been successful. And it's when I either haven't been passionate about something or I haven't given it everything I have, you know, I wasn't as successful. And so it would probably be to really focus and prioritize and then go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everything is a learning opportunity. Yeah. That's right. Take advantage of it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, to close us off, thank you guys so much for taking the time to thank do you. this this podcast with us today. Um, the last question we have for you mm-hmm. is your ultimate favorite food. <laughs> your ultimate favorite food. If you had to have one thing to live off of, what would it be? Wow. And let's not count the ca- calories here, okay? <laughs> We're not counting calories here. Well, Amy knows this. <laughs> I'm a big uh, Italian food fan. I, mm-hmm. I love I love, I love, love pasta. I love just about anything Italian mm-hmm. that, I can, that somebody puts in front of okay. me from, from wherever. I mean, the, 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 her husband makes a, a, an incredible, <laughs> incredible uh Eggplant parmesan mm. with a sauce that I think could be marketed. <laughs> and he's been generous enough to give my wife and I uh, some of that uh, occasion, and we love it. But I love Italian food. Mm. I, mean, I could I could live off Italian food. I mean, I could good plate of spaghetti and you know and all that. I mean, I, I'm just I'm, right. I do it. <laughs> yeah, I have to agree. I'm with the, Italian yeah food? Italian okay. food. Um, Yep, and my husband got some pasta making equipment for Christmas. So we're we're gonna expand on yeah, we're gonna expand on all of that. He is a a very good cook. cook. Yeah, Yeah. he has a lot of his mother's recipes. Yes, yes, but Italian food is just so comforting in the yeah. Mm -hmm. So I love the pasta and meatballs and. Chicken parm, eggplant parm, all of that is so good. I agree. I'm getting a little hungry (laughs) now. So let's wrap this up. Thank you so much for joining us on our third podcast um, episode. We're going to keep updates with you guys. Follow us on social media and um, just stay tuned for all that we have to come. So thank you so much, you all. Go Knowles. Go (laughs) Knowles. Thank you. Thank you, guys. That was amazing. Uh,